1: What's up, everybody? Welcome to another mini-sode, where Josh and I are going to be discussing the Brawl Precons that just came out with Throne of Eldraine and how you, the player, can add 40 cards to it and turn it into an EDH deck. Yeah, today
0: we're discussing the Fairy Schemes deck, which is the Alela Artful Provocateur Mm. deck. Um, But before we get into it, if you're going to want to upgrade one of these decks into an EDH deck, well, you're going to need the Brawl Precon... Now, there's been, I want to say, a little bit of a shortage uh, of availability for these decks. But Wizards just announced that they're going to be doing another print run. So these should become more available soon. So you should go to cardkingdom.com slash command zone. That's where you can go to pre order any of the Eldrain stuff. C19 stuff's still there. Any magic product singles at all. If you use our affiliate link when you when you order that stuff,
1: you really are helping this show game nights all of our content. Yep. And hopefully you can find it on that website soon. If not, all the singles are there as well that we're gonna be talking about. Another sponsor of the show, Ultra Pro, they provide all of the awesome playmats that we use on game nights as well as the sleeves, the custom deck boxes for each of the sets. And that is also available right now for Throne of Eldrain. I've never seen a more beautiful set in my time and magic so i'm really really excited about buying some stuff from ultra pro for this set specifically
0: you know, Ultra Pro, one of the perks of having them as a sponsor is they send us stuff to send out to you guys for game nights and things like that. And mm-hmm. they just sent us a bunch of those satin towers, oh, which man. are one of my favorite items that Ultra Pro makes because they are really compact, efficient ways to carry all your decks. And I have a bunch of my decks in satin tower deck boxes, so something to check out specifically for sure. The final way to support all of our content is directly if you go to patreon.com slash command zone. In fact, we call out one lucky patron every single
1: episode. And this episode is dedicated to jacob, jacob dulaney jacob you rock also i think we missed a house it somewhere in there so you oh. want to give one for the house it hand? there it is i'm
0: josh lee kwai
1: how's it did i say my name Jeez, i didn't say my it's name it's
0: a mini so so all bets are off all the rules normal <laughs> rules do not apply so that doesn't count as any sort of mistake okay uh, so we're doing a brawl precon con to full-on commander
1: deck upgrade for the aleila deck let's read Alyla really quickly where you want to go yeah alela artful provocateur is one a white a blue and a black for a legendary creature fairy warlock i haven't seen too many warlocks in my day it's a two three with flying death touch and lifelink other creatures you control with flying get plus one plus zero and whenever you cast an artifact or enchantment spell create a one one blue fairy creature token with flying hey alela straight from carnival row uh, she (laughs) has a lot of
0: text right makes tokens pumps tokens yep so that's kind of the first thing that jumps out to you also rewards you for playing artifacts or enchantments by giving you tokens and is just an incredible blocker and attacker yeah she i mean lifelink and death touch very often very relevant so a lot of things going on let's take a look at the stats for the deck right out of the box uh keep in mind these brawl decks are 60 card decks so we You know how for commander decks, we usually say 10 card draw, 10 Mm -hmm. ramp. You have to sort of scale that back because this is only 60 cards. Still, our numbers are a little bit, uh, they're they're okay. (laughs) All right, so for ramp, there are four ramp cards in the deck. We Mm -hmm. would want closer
1: to six. Card draw, there's about five card draw spells, so close. Yeah, and this is the only Brawl commander that doesn't have a card draw stapled onto the actual commander, notably. Which I think is a big deal. Yeah. Um, We'll talk about that in a second. Board wipes, there's two. Okay. Single
0: target removal, there's six. This is something we've seen across the board so far for all the Brawl decks and the C19 decks. I think Wizards, in-house, whoever's designing these multiplayer decks, is leaning towards more single target removal, which I actually like, and I've been doing more in my own personal deck building over the years. Is yeah, that old number where you say about five in a hundred card deck, five uh, single target removal spells. I've been moving that up. I'm probably closer to eight now.
1: Well, the problem is that like single target removal is flexible. Is it an artifact you're removing, or is it the creature? Right. And So you kind of like, oh, well, I have five, you know, path to exile effects. I'm good. It's like, eh, you actually might need a little more. Right. Um, <clears throat> I also want to note, this deck comes with Smothering Tithe in it. Hey.
0: It's reprinted in this deck, so that's value right there. So the rampant draw is a little low, and like you said, this is the one commander of all the Brawl Commanders that doesn't have card draw on the card. And it does manifest when you're playing the decks. Again, we've played these decks a lot now, uh, not just on camera but off. Mm -hmm. Uh, We might as well spoil it. The next game nights is going to be us playing the Brawl decks. We have Reed Duke, future Hall of Famer, and Melissa de Tora coming back. She actually was the lead designer for these decks. So there you go, there's the scoop. Uh, So (laughs) that's one thing I definitely noticed when playing this deck is it can run out of gas, whereas the other decks really don't.
1: Yeah, and it creates a lot of action, and it has a very powerful board presence, but the card draw isn't on the actual card, whereas every other deck rewards you just for doing the thing the deck wants to do. So this is also an interesting commander in that I think it gives
0: you a few lanes you could go down, maybe more than the rest do, right? Mm -hmm. Julane says play creatures and profit, Corvald says, sack stuff and profit. This one says, well, you could go tokens. Right. You could go enchantments. You, you could go, go artifacts. artifacts. Yeah. So choosing which lane to go, and I think it, in particular important for this episode, since we're going to say add 40 cards, here's how you make a deck out of it, a commander deck. I chose to go in the artifact direction. It's pretty powerful. Yeah, I... I think it'd be very easy to try and go in too many directions and therefore weaken your deck because you're trying yeah. to do too many things. So I chose to go in one direction here, and it's artifacts. artifacts, and I actually kind of chose it for two reasons. One is it already had more artifacts than enchantments in the deck, so it's already leaning that way. Needs more ramp. You're yep. going to... Most of your ramp, you're an Esper, is going to be artifacts anyway, mm-hmm. so we were going to, no matter what, add a certain amount of artifacts. And also there's a specific card, I think, that led me in that direction, and it's Grand Architect ah very nice so it's like okay this is telling me i think we need artifacts in the second we need to go down the artifact path
1: so yeah the deck already has 11 artifacts compared to seven enchantments uh also i would say that artifacts in general can be slightly cheaper to cast if you're going the ramp route so you're going to be able to get multiple activations off of your uh your commander which is also important also a lot of artifacts are colorless so easier mm-hmm.
0: to cast you know if we're not changing the mana base that much then you're not going to have all the shocks and the duels and things right. like that so an artifact in general going to be easier to cast okay grand architect the sort of marquee card uh, that gets us going is one blue blue for a creature, one three, Vidalcan Artificer. Other blue creatures you control get plus one, plus one, pumps your fairies. That's actually important. Mm-hmm. You pay a blue, target artifact creature becomes blue until the end, end of turn. Less important. This next part's the most uh, important part. Tap an untapped blue creature you control. Add two mana to your mana pool. Spend this mana only to cast artifact spells or activate abilities of artifacts. Hmm. So it turns all your fairies, because Alayla does create blue fairy tokens, into mana dorks. They tap for two mana.
1: Yeah, that's pretty crazy, especially because you can get into cycles where you play an artifact, get that thing, tap that thing, play another artifact, get another thing, and then boom, you're off to the races.
0: And it pumps the fairies, so... Even on the base level, just I played a lot of artifacts, got a lot of fairies, and now, remember, Layla pumps them. That's three power flyers. Wow. You don't need that many for that to start mattering. Yeah, you need three, and then that's a quarter of, or a fourth of someone's life
1: to all in one turn. Pretty good.
0: So that's the marquee card that led us in this direction, I think, the most important addition to the deck. Another card, a Jimmy favorite.
1: Oh, yeah, Chief Engineer. You know, when I started playing Magic, this is M15, I think, I got this card, and I was like, wait, this has potential it's one in the blue for a one three vodalkan artificer again artificers are not artifacts but they do love artifacts uh and it says artifact spells you cast have convoke and so convoke means that your creatures can help you cast those spells you can tap uh each creature that you tap while casting the spell pays for one of the generic mana cost or one of that creature's color which is really important too so chief engineer is a stand-in for grand architect not quite as good Mm -hmm. but still good right virtually
0: makes your fairy tokens into mana dorks basically four artifacts well you have a bunch of x ones running around josh what are you gonna do with them well one thing you want to do is turn those x ones x ones into card draw very important so skull clamp is in the deck it's an artifact so this is like the most auto-include of all of the cards (laughs) and and probably the second best card after grand architect in the entire deck yeah it's it's a little bit spendy uh we didn't mention this at the start but we're trying to keep a reasonable budget somewhere around forty dollars or so for Mm -hmm. all forty cards This is one mana for an artifact. Equipment costs one to equip. Equipped creature gets plus one, minus one, so it kills your fairies. But that's good because Skullclamp says whenever equipped creature dies, you draw two cards.
1: Yeah. Really, really good. Uh, The next one is just good when you have a bunch of flyers. Yep, it's Biden of Thassa. It's a great way to get good card draw in a deck like this. Uh, it's a legendary enchantment artifact for two blue-blue. Whenever a creature you control deals combat damage to a player, you may draw a card. And for one in the blue, you can tap it and creatures your opponent's control attack this turn if able, which actually could be relevant uh, considering you have a Death Touch creature. So it's like an instant removal spell for one of their creatures as long as they don't have a Critter of Behemoth-esque board. Right, or they attack somebody else, right? Right. Which is right. also good for you. But, but just it, And it leaves them tapped down so that you can attack them for more. And most important part of this of
0: is this you just deal damage to your opponents and draw cards, which yeah. you're gonna have a lot of flyers just sitting around. Good to turn those into cards. Um, okay, so that's the boring stuff. I mean, that's the ramp and the card draw kind of. Mm-hmm. There's there's other spells in there that are gonna add in those categories. But let's talk about some exciting things you can do. Some cool things you can do. This next one's one of my favorite creatures. I always try to play it, but it you only never fits have in, a chance, huh? Yeah, it only fits in an Esper deck, and <laughs> and it doesn't always fit with the theme, but I think here it does. So it's Aether Sworn. Aether or Aether? I think it's Aether. Aether? There's no A. Yeah. It could be Aether. Aether Swarm Adjudicator. Aether Swarm. <laughs> four and a blue for a 4-4. Four four artifact creature, so it does give you a fairy. Vidalcan Knight. It has flying. Flying 4-4. Four four. has two activated abilities. You can pay one, a white and a black, and tap it. Destroy target creature or enchantment. Oh, Very powerful. Or pay two and a blue, and you can untap the Ether Swarm Adjudicator. So you can do the first ability multiple times if you have the mana. Remember, Grand Architect will work with some of this, just right, the colorless part. two of the colorless. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty powerful. So this is just a personal favorite card of mine. And whenever I have a chance to throw it into a deck, which isn't very often, not very I often. do, but it's very powerful.
1: If you're on top with it, you can kind of go nuts. Well, it actually has just potential for this deck. It's great. It's an artifact. Yep. It has Esper colors in the activation cost, so you have to play it in this deck. Uh, the next one is... A win condition per se.
0: One of the things I think about all these decks is they're pretty good at sort of setting up their engines, mm-hmm. but then you have to figure out a way to win. So,
1: well, this is a way to win in a single turn. Uh, if you have, a, well, if you're a fan of Soren, you'll like this. It's Magister Sphinx, four and Esper, white, blue, black, for a 5 5 artifact creature Sphinx. So it's going to trigger a Layla. It's flying, and then when Magister Sphinx enters the battlefield, target player's life total becomes 10. And you're in great colors to flicker these creatures as well. So, should you decide to do that to one player and you have, you know, five little tokens in the air yep. with Layla, you're going to kill him. Yep. So that's
0: what I like about it. Is play it, set you to 10 and you you weren't counting on that happening and you weren't worried about, you know, going my, my 10, flying yeah. damage. Yeah, but all of a sudden yeah. it's lethal.
1: Yeah, Measure Sphinx is one of those Eight, like ace in the hole kind of cards that like when it happens everyone goes whoa! oh yeah that's gonna that's how we beat this person yep that's that how it happens that changes the calculations yeah. a lot <laughs> for everyone so I like
0: what you said about blinking but I think with artifacts you know in this deck we might choose to go the route of recurring them out of our graveyard a little Indeed. more so I put in a bunch of recursion so Shurum the Hegemon is, an, is a card that's very powerful it's three white, blue, black so three and Esper for a five, five artifact, creature sphinx, flying When Shroom enters the battlefield, you may return target artifact card from your graveyard to the battlefield. This is absurdly powerful. Yeah, so getting back your Magister Sphinx is very, very strong. Shroom, just an extremely powerful deck in its Mm -hmm. own right. Uh, And, you know, an auto-include if you're going heavy artifacts, I think,
1: and you're in these colors. Yeah, the moment you start playing powerful artifacts, you become a target for removal. And Shroom is one of those, again, sort of out of nowhere, like, oh, crap, I didn't realize you could just do that. So Shroom gets there and is a massive threat in the air at the same time. More Recursion in the form of Scrap Trawler. This thing saw a lot of play. uh, Yeah, KCI Modern Decks. Yeah, which don't really exist as strongly anymore. It's a three-mana, three-two artifact creature construct. Whenever Scrap Trawler or another artifact you control is put into a graveyard from the battlefield, return to your hand, target artifact card in your graveyard with lesser converted mana cost. So Scrap Trawler itself triggers this as well as any of your other creatures. When they die, you bring something back. Yeah, artifacts, yeah.
0: Yeah, so it just helps your recruiters a lot. It, it kind of goes along with the next card, which is Mirror Retriever. Two mana for an artifact creature. Mirror, it's a 1-1. But when it dies, you return another target artifact card from your graveyard to your hand. So a lot of times you can get the Scrap Trawler Mm -hmm. to get this back, which then gets the Scrap Trawler back. And then you can get in these nice loops where you're just able to get most of your artifacts back over and over. Cast them a bunch, stack them for mana, and then everyone is happy. (laughs) Except for your opponents. Yes. So that's sort of our artifact package. You know, there's a bunch more that we're not going to talk about all 40 cards here. Mm -hmm. Uh, I did want to talk about two cards that aren't artifacts just near the end here. just because they're cool. So, Urtai the Corrupted. Oh, this is another card I always want to play but never have the chance to. Yeah, and I think it's really good in this deck because, you know, this deck is going to commit to the board, have a lot of artifacts out and a lot of tokens, and mm-hmm. you're going to want to keep your board intact. And one way to do that is to stop your opponents from destroying your board. So, Urtai the Corrupted is two white, blue, black, five mana total for a 3-4 Wizard Legend. You can pay a blue and tap Urtai, though. Sacrifice a creature or enchantment and counter target spell. There's going to be a lot of creatures in this deck. Yep. So it's easy to just sacrifice a fairy and, and pay the cost of this. And so it's just an on-board, very cheap, protect-your-board,
1: you know, counter spell. Yep. And the last one. Oh, we finally put an enchantment here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Etchings of the Chosen. One, a white, and a black for an enchantment. As Etchings of the Chosen enters the battlefield, choose a creature type. Fairy. Creatures you control, <laughs> the Chosen type get plus one, plus one. Unless you have Skullclamp out. Don't do that. <laughs> Pay one. Sacrifice a creature of the chosen type. Target creature you control gains indestructible until end of turn. I could see this going on Leila pretty often. She seems like a good target for removal.
0: Yeah, and you really want layla out because so many of the cards are counting on you making fairies when you cast artifacts. Right. So, and just saving like your you know, swarm Adjudicator or something like that, your grand architect very could be very important. So just having a couple mana open and saving key pieces, I think, uh, makes this worth it. And pumping your fairies is a way to win the game, right? Yeah. So getting them up to three power, that's not very many swings. Once you have like six or seven of them, you might just go play this,
1: kill you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then everyone else has to deal with it and then you have Urtai out and you're like ha ha deal with that
0: right, so we're not going to talk about all 40 cards like we said but there is a link in the show notes that will take you to a tapped out page that will have all 40 of the cards that we suggest adding makes it really simple
1: you just pick up those cards put them into this deck you got a commander deck. You got a commander deck. And of course, you're playing Esper. So yes, you can put a Soul Ring and you can put a Cyclonic Rift and you can do all those other things in there. If you do do that, go for it. These are just a suggestion of 40 cards that don't involve those obvious staples. So you can start building yourself. All right. That's going to do it for the special bonus mini. So big thanks to Ashlyn Rose and Craig Blanchett, who are our editors. And a big thank you as well to Jeffrey Palmer who does the living card animations that start and end our show as well as adorn the set behind us here on, at, on the Game Night's Command Zone podcast <laughs> What are we set. doing? I don't know. We're <laughs> are right, we ending the mini <laughs> We also have one more of these mini-sodes. Obviously, we're going to finish it out by talking about
0: Sir Gwyn. so keep an eye out for that in the near future.
1: All right, everyone. We'll see you next time.
0: Peace. For further inquiries, send an email to commandcast at rocketjump.com
1: or ask us on Twitter at J.F. Wong and at Josh Lee Kwai. See you later, alligator.
0: Greetings, humans. <laughs> <laughs>